Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast, where we talk nerdy stuff and we talk about ministry, uh, the two areas of my specialty. So this week, we get to talk to Charlotte Schutzler as she's a couple weeks on board as our assistant to the Next Gen Pastor. And so we're going to talk to her about Harry Potter, but we're also going to talk to her about what it looks like to work in youth ministry, give her a chance to kind of process through some of her ideas and what we've been working on so you guys get to get a little bit of a listen in on that topic. Before we get to that interview, I want to go ahead and do a little bit of housekeeping. We've been uh, adjusting how we're doing our audio. I've got some great feedback, and one of them was that we need to work on our audio. And so we're going to be doing that over the next couple weeks. So bear with us as we work through new processes for editing, but also work through some new equipment and things uh, this week. And then, as I said, the next couple will probably be a little spotty as we figure those things out, but I look forward to giving you guys a great product to listen to in the near future. Also, if you're wanting to subscribe, I've changed the link in my Instagram, so nextgen underscore nerd on Instagram. You can go there to our website and see a way to apply to our RSS feed. But if you don't want to go through that and you just want the address to jot down, it's next-gen-nerd.captivate.fm. Next-gen-nerd.captivate.fm. Encourage you guys to check that out. Listen to all the new episodes as they come out. They can drop right into your phone. That's how I listen to it. That's how you should too. So buckle up, guys. We're going to take a listen to our interview with Charlotte Schutzler. You're a wizard, Charlotte. All right, we're here uh, with Charlotte Schutzler. She's my assistant, uh, the assistant to the Next Gen Pastor. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Harry Potter. If you're like, wait a minute, I was waiting on Kylie. Uh, You need to give her grief because she didn't do her homework. And so she is not here today. But... We have someone even better, Charlotte Schutzler, my assistant. Uh, she uh, is, uh, I just love having her here. So Charlotte, say hello to everybody. Hello. So now you know what she sounds like, so you know the difference between our voices. So It's very uh, similar. It is. It is. Um, you know, Charlotte, before we get started with our topic, I do want to point out that uh, we have lied to federal agents together, you and I have. Oh, we have. We have. Yes, I remember that. We you, have. you want to share that story? Um, so we were going to Canada. And um, we were flying. We had to go through customs. And CJ went before me through customs, but he was trying to, like, wait for me so I could go through, like, the security guy. And he was like, oh, no, you have to you have to go, sir. You have to go. And he asked me if, um, he was like, oh, is that your dad? I said, oh, no. And he was like, oh, then who was it, your uncle? I said, oh, yeah, sure. He was my uncle. Was uncle, my uncle CJ. Uncle CJ. <laughs> They're just making sure that she didn't get held up in customs because... Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed this about Charlotte, but when she gets in a stressful situation, she looks sketchy as all get out. Like, she looks like she is up to something. And like so, right now. Like right now. Like right now. She's like, do I have to do this? I said, yes. And if you mess it up, you're fired. So, so I asked Charlotte, I go, hey, look at my list of topics and go, what is it that you would like to talk about? And she said, either Shrek or Harry Potter. And we landed on Harry Potter. So we're talking about Harry Potter. So my first question for you is this. Are you just a movies Harry Potter fan, or did you read the books too? Um, I've read the first book. Okay. And I have the like first four books, but I, have, I haven't I have read like any of the other three. Okay. All right. Is it because uh, you um, don't read a lot, or is it because 
you know, you didn't like the first book, or why is it that you've got the first four books and you haven't uh, read them? I was reading the first book, but then it was, like, very similar to the movie. Okay. So if I'm just gonna read the same thing, I might as well just watch the movie. You know, you sound like my brother. He's like, why would I spend 15 hours doing something I could accomplish in an hour and a half? Uh, so, so I get it. I get it. I get it. So, but you've, you've seen all the movies. Yes. You've enjoyed the movies. Yes. Uh, I remember when we went to uh, Islands of, no, it was uh, Universal Studios. It was Rock the Universe. It was right when they opened Diagon Alley. And we had walked by the entrance no less than five times. Didn't see it. Didn't know it was there. It was kind of amazing because they don't have any signs up. Yeah, it's hidden. It's hidden. And I remember seeing people with butterbeer. I'm like, where are those? And they're like, Diagon Alley. And I would walk back. And I thought it was just the outside stuff. I'm like, this is stupid. There's nothing here. And then I remember asking somebody, like, where's Diagon Alley? And they go right through here. And I looked. And it was like in the books. Yeah, it's like the brick wall that, like, opens up. Yeah, and you and you walk back because it looks kind of like bathrooms. Maybe mm-hmm. there's bathrooms there, and you come around, and it is it's... huge. So I remember calling like, "Hey, I think you were with uh, the loafings," and I was like, "Hey, you need to send Charlotte to Diagon Alley." And yeah. Pastor Kyle was like, "Let's go, we're going. Let's go see Diagon Alley." And we went in there, and you literally fell to your knees. Oh we, yeah. There's side <laughs> note. Side note. Uh, we ordered. We just had dinner, uh, and Charlotte said, "Give me the hottest wings they got." And I was like, "You sure?" And she was like, "Yes." And then she got them, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Huh. Wait a minute. <laughs> These are hot." Uh, so she may die on, on this. So anyway, so you fell to your oh, knees. Yeah. Yes, and I, I cried a little bit. It was uh, it was it, it was, was pretty amazing. Yeah. The dragon there that breathes fire. Oh. Yeah, he's he's a real thing. I might cry just thinking about it. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so I am, I'm a, I'm a fan as well. I have, uh, I listen to the books. Uh, I, I like listening to audiobooks. And so I've listened to the first three, and uh, I'm looking forward to listening to the fourth one. Uh, my wife and I are going on a vacation without children, and we're going to have a little bit of a drive, and we like to listen to audiobooks then. So I'll, uh, I'll let you know how the fourth one turns out. It's a good time to listen to audiobooks. So what's your favorite, favorite uh, Harry Potter movie? I might have to say, this is a, this is a very hard question. Very difficult question, yep. Because the the popular answer is the fourth one. Double Fire, right? Yes. Yes, that's that one's that my is, favorite. It's a very popular one, but I think I like. Oh gosh, I was just thinking about the names of them the other day. Now, now this makes me look like a fake fan. I know. Listen, I did the same thing with Star Wars. It, it, yeah. it, you're, it's a stressful situation being on a podcast. So, so you've got. Um, you've got the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's mm-hmm. Stone. Yeah. Uh, you have got, um, I don't remember the second one now. Prisoner of Azkaban is the third one. Uh, you've got the, um, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. You've got the Order of the Phoenix. Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince. Deathly, Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Uh, so the second one, the, Chamber of Secrets. Yes, Chamber of Secrets. So, um, so which one is it? It might be Prisoner of Azkaban or, uh, uh, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix, yeah. Order of the Phoenix is good. I, I, I so, Prisoner of Azkaban, the book and the movie are are the most dissimilar from 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 any of the other ones, mm-hmm. uh, and so it is not typically my favorite. Not typically my favorite, but you know, uh, you're welcome to pick the wrong one. That's fine. <laughs> that's okay. That's I like fine. the Weeping Willow scene. The Weeping Willow scene. You mm-hmm. like that? That's your scene. I got you. Uh, okay, so um, I got a few questions here for you. Basically, we're going to try and get to the heart of who you would be in a Harry Potter movie. Okay, so the first question is, is, should be fairly easy for you to answer. I've already warned you that it's the question, and it's the question that if anyone was doing this interview, is where they would start, which house would you be in? Okay, so it should be an easy question, but it's pretty complicated. So I've taken the test probably around 15 or 16 times. Okay. Um, and most often I get Slytherin. I believe but it. But, like, slightly less often. 
Um, I get Hufflepuff. Okay. Which seem like very separate houses, mm. but you know I think at their core they're very similar. Okay. Have you seen the video where they're going over the houses and the one that's Hufflepuff is like this uh, really ditzy girl and yeah. she's like. I'm a Hufflepuff. I opened a jar of mayonnaise one time, cut my hand up real bad. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I have seen that. Uh, so I, I, I laugh really hard because uh, our friend Jacob was a Hufflepuff, and he thought it was so cool. And I showed him that video, and he was like, I hope you're not a Hufflepuff. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're either Hufflepuff or Slytherin. Um, uh, Neither ditzy or the evil one. Uh, yes. I also get Gryffindor a lot. You get Gryffindor a lot? Yeah. Well, when you take nice. it 15 times, you're bound to, uh, you're bound yeah. to... But I never get Ravenclaw. No? I guess I'm not very smart. Um, uh, I get, uh, Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, so yeah. that's, uh, the ones I typically get. Seem like it. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I'm the hero, always. Uh, so, uh, second question, um, what do you think your specialty would be? Your speciality? They have all those different classes and things they, they've, they focused in and, uh, they worked hard in, so what... What do you look at? You're watching the movies, and they're doing all these classes. You're like, that? I would be good at that. Transfiguration. Transfiguration. Okay. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Did not see that. I don't know why. I kept thinking plants. I don't know I don't know why that was in my well, that, head. That's a Hufflepuff thing. It's a Hufflepuff plants. thing. Uh, and uh, last question. Who do you most identify with in a Harry Potter movie? Um, probably Jenny. Jenny? Yeah. Okay. Weasley? I'm guessing. Jenny Weasley. Okay. Is it because you want to marry the hero? Is that, is that that's, it? That's exactly it. Because uh, I, don't, I, I don't remember her doing a whole lot that you would go, man, that is... From what I understand, she does a lot in the books. Yeah, but you haven't read the books. You can't say I claim what she did in the books if okay. you haven't read the books. But, you know, <laughs> she's a character that like just seems like she's in the background. Like She doesn't seem like she's doing a lot. But, you know... But she's doing a lot. But she's doing a lot. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good transition because as my assistant, there are a lot of things that you have to do behind the scenes. Uh, why don't you kind of describe some of the things you've learned here in the first two weeks of you being the assistant to the next-gen pastor? It's a lot of work. Is it? Like, it's a lot of small... Like, a lot of playing video games yes, and yes. eating pizza and going to going to football of, games? You know, yeah. That's pretty much it? A lot of nothing. A lot of nothing. That's what I do. A lot of nothing. So a lot of small things, a lot of yeah. things that, that add up and take time. Yeah, a lot of, like, small, time-consuming tasks. Yes. Like, moving around chairs, uh, doing slides, you know, figuring out lights. There's, there is a lot. There, there's a lot. You know, in youth ministry, it's, you've got to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. You know, because you, 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 you know, in, in big church, in, in the real service, uh, you know, the worship pastor takes care of the worship stuff. And uh, you may have a tech crew that puts together the slides or whatever else. Um, you may have a facilities team that makes sure the chairs are where they're supposed to be. You have all these people that help. And in youth ministry, a lot of times, it's you. So I am so thankful to have you on my team that I can give you a laundry list of like 19 things to do and go, hey, uh, that needs to be done by 3 o'clock. So snap, snap, chop suey, get to it. So what is the uh, fa- most favorite thing you've done so far? Like what have you enjoyed either learning or doing most in these first couple weeks? I really like doing the lights. Okay. Like, it's it's the thing that I'm, like, most scared about because, you know, it's something that the youth, like, really see. Uh-huh. Like, other stuff that I do, like, they don't really they don't really see. Like, you know, restocking the fridge or something. But, um, I don't know, the creative, like, how, like, each color is yeah. and, like, what mood it, like, represents. Very that. nice. So you enjoy programming our DMX lights. Yes. Uh, which, you know, we do for, for our worship and... Um, I'm just so glad that we've got an actual tech team that runs it so like yeah. we can use it so yeah so you've enjoyed doing that that's good to know it's good to know 
one of the things I'm trying to do with with you as as my assistant, as learning how ministry goes, is try to give a three part, you know, even time training you to do things, giving you tasks to take a hold of, but also still giving you a creative outlet, a way for you to uh, to grow or to learn, whatever it looks like. Um, and so, uh, one of the things that I, I try to help with that is to give you stuff to read. Uh, so you've got a whole stack of books, you picked a book out. Uh, here's the question I asked you earlier, how far into the book are you that you have to have done in just a couple of weeks? Um, I'm a little chapter, like I'm a few chapters behind. But, a few chapters behind. Okay, but you're, yeah. but you're in there. So what, so the name of the book is Student Ministry by the Book. It was one of my textbooks. Southeastern Seminary. So uh, I try to give you an opportunity to be creative. And so one of the things is actually that you brought to me a while ago when we were talking about you being a discipleship coordinator in youth ministry. And that's looking at our middle school Sunday school and saying, you know, what could we do to make it better? Uh, We have fantastic high school Sunday school teachers. Uh, They're okay. okay. Uh, It has nothing to do with the fact that they are part of the live audience that we're we're recording. It has nothing to do with that. But no, but really, they they are. They do a fantastic job, not just on Sunday morning, but they also interact with our kids all week long, checking on them, being at things for them. And so you're looking at that, and you told me, I want middle schoolers to be as excited to be in Sunday school as our high schoolers are. And so uh, I told you, so let's work on a proposal. Let's go ahead and figure out what we could change, what we could do. And that was before you were my assistant. So now that's kind of your creative project that you've had a little bit of time to work on. Uh, what's something that you think would be beneficial for our middle schoolers for us to adjust or tweak in Sunday school for them? So I had thought, like, um, you know, like what we were doing before or what we were planning on doing before COVID hit was um, like a fun Sunday once a month. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be really beneficial. So it's not all like, you know, so it's not all basically like another class that they have to take. I gotcha. So, you know, they can come in and either we have a game night or not a game night, a game day, you know, or oh, we have breakfast for them. It could be like a question Sunday. Like we come in and then they we just like answer all the questions that they have. Yeah. And then I was also trying to think of like day or like weekend events that we could do. Okay. Um, which would be like, you know, a game day mm-hmm. where we come in and then we have like a devotional time and then it's just the rest of it. So middle fun. school only events, special yes. things that they can look forward to. Yes. Okay. Um, and then maybe like a middle school retreat could be either like a winter retreat or like a spring break kind of thing. I like middle school retreats because a, I don't have to worry as much with them trying to sneak out and go like do stuff together with yeah. you don't have to, with middle schoolers. You don't have to really worry about that as much. They also still think we're cool, you know. And so we have a little bit more influence when they get to high school. They can be they can be buttheads. Yeah, they can be the worst. And so it's not. Yeah, they're looking at me now. Yes, I'm talking about you. Yes, high schoolers can be the worst. They are the worst. But I, I can I can see there being value in doing that and doing something for them, something just for them. We've done that in the past. We've done middle school retreats in the past. Uh, I did have a 13 year old behind the wheel of a 15 passenger van. Uh, we were stranded on the side of the road, and she Sounds was like the, a... she was the smallest one. And so the rest of us could try to push the van out of the ditch while she you know tapped the gas. Uh, I didn't lose my job. Nobody died. We're okay. <laughs> Nobody died. Shout out to Boog Ward. Thank you for hopping behind the wheel on that day and getting us out of the ditch. So uh, we almost made it. We almost made it. Luckily, somebody came by and pulled us out. So there we go. Um, so cool. So yeah, so there's some, some good things. Good things. Um, so you're only two weeks in. We discussed that, you know, that this position is not like a, is not an onboarding to a full-time position, at least not that I'm aware of anytime soon. Uh, that at any point, there may be a great opportunity that comes forward and you take it and, you know, continue your journey of, of honoring the Lord with, with working hard. 
if that were not the case, the next year, what are you most looking forward to being a part of as the assistant to the next gen pastor? Um, I would be looking forward to like you know taking on more responsibilities. You know, maybe I don't know, maybe leading the middle schoolers more. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very I nice. What, I don't know what that would look like, but. Oh, I've got some ideas. I've got some ideas. We'll do that. We'll do that. Well, Charlotte, I appreciate you taking time to hang out with us, to talk Harry Potter. Uh, anything else that you're thinking of Harry Potter that you're like, man, I want to do that, or I want to ask CJ that question, or... Um, no, you already said that. Never mind. I did. I did. I know you're going to ask me. I know. You know why? House Gryffindor, right here. <laughs> That's it. All right. Um, so, guys, we appreciate you. We'll see you guys next week.